Welcome to the Business of Beverages, Drinks Industry Insights with Makers, Marketeers and Mischief. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Will. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm totally discombobulated because the recording software we use has changed and the recording button was red and now it's blue. Why would anybody make a record button blue? I have no idea. Is, is it a diet version? Is it a brand extension? That's what normally happens. <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, but thankfully, we're here and we seem to be recording. So hello, Foxy. Hello, Will. How are you? Apart from the, apart from the big red button disappearing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'd think, because I always start by saying, I'm going to push the big red button. And then, you know, now I have to say they push the big blue red button. Stupid. Right. Well, the, the, the bigger question, Will, is has it frazzled you enough that will knock you off your game for today's quiz. Quite possibly. My, I'm pretty frazzled anyway. But let's let's see how we go. How are you fixed? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Um, I'm, I'm feeling quietly confident, especially now that I know you're having big blue button issues. Uh, my confidence <laughs> levels are have gone up a little bit higher. So to be fair, I will, I will offer you the chance, Will, if you would like to ask the questions first or answer the questions first. I'm going to answer the questions first, please. Okay. Cue the mastermind music. <laughs> All right, Will. For five points, this brand was first launched in 1923 with an ABV of 9.5% and designed to pair with all the courses on a menu. Oh, what a great concept. What a great concept. Okay. Um, and 9.5 is a weird one. So a little bit low for wine, very high for beer, and, you know, very low for liqueur or spirit. Um, mm, mm, mm. I, it sounds like some kind of wine type thing. Oh, don't know. Going to guess. Um, you said it's a brand, yes? It's a brand, yes. Um, uh, Leapfrau Milch. Oh, that's very good. Uh, it's incorrect, but that is a very, very, very good guess. Uh, and keep keep that in your head because you're going oh. in the right direction. Uh, so for, for four points, uh, a, a series of radio ads in the US featuring comedian Jerry Stiller, who, as we both know, is the father of comedian actor Ben Stiller, were so effective that the brand grew 500% in a year. Oh, my God. Okay. What do I know about Jerry Stiller? I don't know much about Jerry Stiller. I think he was in some sitcom... Um, King of Queens. That was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't watch it, but um, it seems vaguely familiar. Okay. I'm not going to get this, but I'm thinking, okay, it was big in the US, and radio ads must have been big at the time, so it must have been sometime in the 50s and 60s in or around. And I'm going to go with... um, I was going to say Lambrusco, but Lambrusco is 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 lower in ABV. Um, I'm blue Nun. It is Blue Nun. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I, I, yeah, I didn't really have any idea. Uh, starting off with Leapfrog Mills was a great road down that alley. Um, I, I, to be honest, if you hadn't got it on that one, you probably would have got it on the next one, where in the uh, 1980s, Post-1980s saw the brand go into a massive decline uh, where it was perceived as quite tacky uh, and to the point where it is Alan Partridge's favourite beverage. (laughs) 
Love which I'm sure you would have got. Yes. Yeah. For two points, sales have actually increased since the brand was purchased by the company Languth in 1996, who have reclassified it from a Leapfrau milch to a Qualitates wine and changing the grapes used therein. Well, there you go. So I had kind of thought that Leapfrau milch was, was, a, was a wine, not a brand, but I wasn't 100% sure. So that's kind of why I guessed it. Um, and then Blue Nun was, I guess, the, the next logical step. Okay, I'm very pleased with myself. As you should be. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of in that classic group with um, Matthias Rosé um, and the, the all-time classic, the one that I remember most from my childhood, uh, were the 80s TV ads for Black Tower. Oh, yes, Black Tower. Yeah. Uh, a staple on every Irish Christmas table. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, okay, four point. I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled with myself there. But I think you have a reasonable chance of uh, of getting this now. So, right. So are you ready? I'm ready. So for five points, this drink is particularly popular as a brunch drink in the broadest sense. Oh, oh hang on. Now, I was going to go with Bloody Mary, which is a very popular brunch drink, but we've had... No, hang on. We had an ingredient in Bloody Mary previously. Is it a Bloody Mary? It is not a Bloody Mary. Uh, it is not a Bloody Mary, but you're <laughs> you're in the right zone. You're in the right zone for sure. So it's probably, although I describe this as a brunch drink, it's probably fairer to describe it as a hangover cure. Oh, again, I would have gone with Bloody Mary for that, um, even though it doesn't work for me, but that would have been what I would have gone for. Uh, the only other brunch drink that's popping into my head, but I wouldn't classify it as a hangover cure, is a mimosa. No, no, no. Stick no. with your first train of thought. Your first train of thought was absolutely spot on. Yeah. So for three points, this drink is a very close relation to a mic- oh. Michelada. Michelada. Yes. Thank you. Yes. This, <laughs> that one. <laughs> Michela, Michelada. I thought it was called. I thought it was called Michelada. Probably is Michelada. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's go with how they say it in Carmel. <laughs> right. So, Michelada. So, close to a Michelada. Like, very, very, very close. Oh, my God. Uh, They're the same kind of yolk. I'm going completely back to this, and for some reason, my head has gone straight to margarita, which I know is not the right answer. <laughs> oh, no, uh, no. Oh, my God. No, no I, I don't know. I don't know what. Okay. No. For two points, uh, this drink was made famous by the movie Cocktail. And it, the drink was a favorite of Doug Coughlin, the mentor and friend of Tom Cruise, the up and coming aspiring bartender. I don't think I've ever seen Cocktail. <gasps> <laughs> it was before my what? time. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. I, uh, I, I can tell you, there, is there a scene in it where he kind of slides between on the wooden floor? Uh Yes, I think so. Uh, or along the bar. I can't remember which. Uh, but I, I can tell you that this drink stuck out in, in my head when I watched it because um, as a, the old the old wise bartender makes it up as uh, as young Tom walks into the bar for the first time. I don't know. It's usually like Tom Collins is always the one that old wise bartenders show the ropes to in literature. For the most part, um, no, no, no. no. Okay, I think we're. I think we're going to need to to go to the the one pointer, which is that the ingredients are beer, tomato juice, a whole raw egg, 
and various seasonings depending on the recipe, but usually Tabasco, black pepper, uh, and in the movie, two aspirins. Oh my god! I really, really need to watch this now. <laughs> uh, I could give you a bonus clue because we're really struggling here. I know, and, and listeners are shouting at the radio. Uh, uh, is that uh, I did a beer and cocktail session at the Big Grill, which I know you weren't at, but I did tell you about where I made two of these drinks and got volunteers from the audience to uh, down them in one, which is the usual tradition. No, oh, this is going to be oh. Oh, uh, is it like named after an animal uh, of sorts? It's uh, named like, after a part of the anatomy, the oh. color of the drink and a part of the anatomy. No, I was going to go prairie oyster, but no, very close. No. No, very, it's very like a prairie oyster. It is a red eye. It is a red eye. Oh, I'm saying not one I'm massively familiar with. Yeah. I just need to go watch some Tom Cruise films that are not Mission Impossible. Oh, man, I can't believe you've never seen Cocktail. That's the real shock. Okay, well, I'm going to fix that before our next episode. Right. You go away, watch Cocktail, and um, I'm going to go off and have a bottle of Blue Nun. And bathe in your glory. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod. <laughs> never right, that was good. Out. No, I don't think so.